Oh, hey, looks like you could use a little confidence boost this week. And lucky for you, I'm in the mood for a spiritual smackdown. Welcome back. What is up, Pod Squad? Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about confidence. You know, I get on these roles in class where I talk about certain themes, and this one has really come up lately just around how to show up, how showing up really does move the needle for you. If you've heard me before, you've heard me say, you know, you can't sit on the sideline and hypothesize and strategize and do all the things. And then you get out on the field and you're like, well, well, I read about this. It's like, no, you actually have to engage and play the game. And it's only through playing the game. Again, I'm using like soccer references or whatever, but it's only through playing the game that you actually figure out what the skill set is and gain the skill set to then get out there and do it better next time. And much like anything else, I talk about honoring just starting. When you start, you are going to mess up. You're not going to be the best. You can't compare your day one with someone's 1,000. That's insane. I don't walk on a soccer field and think I can kick a ball like Abby Wambach or go dribble a ball and be like, I'm going to shoot threes like Steph Curry. Absolutely not. I don't have the skill set. Now, in my mind, I'm like, well, I could get there, but I'm not practicing. I got to, what can I do to get to that level that I want to be at. And I think a lot of times that's where the disconnect is from A to B of like, I don't have the skill set. And then we get in this analysis paralysis where we just don't take any action to gain any knowledge or any skill. And we just get so caught up in the fact that that seems so far away, right? It seems so far beyond anything that we could ever attempt to do that then we almost like do nothing. And that is so dangerous because you have to start. You just have to start. That's it. And I wish it was cooler or sexier or there was like a cute button and like sparkles flew from the ceiling and it was kitschy and you were like, oh my gosh, that like she said it and I just heard it that one day and it was perfect because it was just like so eloquent and everything made sense. And that's not how it's ever going to be. It really is just, I'm making a decision today to honor the vision that I have in my mind and then I'm going to get out there and make it happen. I'm going to figure out a map and if I can't do it alone, I'm going to hire someone that can help me reverse engineer this map. Maybe I need a coach. Maybe I need a mentor. Maybe I need to enroll in a course or maybe I need to take an extra class that talks about this at school or maybe there's a group or a you know, an Eventbrite that people get together and talk about this or there's a club at my school. Like there is always a possibility where there is a will, there is a way. And I know that sounds so age old, but it's so true. It really comes down to just you and the way you think about it and the way you approach it and having that growth mindset to then be like, okay, I don't have this, but how can I get one step closer to getting there? That just 1%, just dialing up the knob just a little bit, taking it from zero to even one is better than staying at zero. If my math serves me correct. And so what's come up a lot in class, I've been talking about your track record and your track record is truly like the laundry list 
(laughs) your dance card, your golf cart. It's literally the list of all the things that you've done to get you to where you are now. And it's live and living proof that you can do whatever it is that you set out to do, right? So this also helps, I think, confidence. And the track record really helps not only with confidence, but also with anxiety and self-doubt, which can creep in when you don't fear, feel confident because the opposite of feeling really confident is obviously being fear, fearful or not having confidence in yourself, which usually stems from some kind of fear or lack thereof. So I really believe that when you're not feeling confident, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling unsure about yourself, the track record is the proof that you can literally put in front of you. It's tangible of all the times you did that thing or you showed up on time or you ran that race and you did it before and you can do it again. So it's like proof that you actually indeed have the skills and you just have to get out there and go again. I have had this happen many times where I get in my head about a class or a certain thing and then I sit back for a second and I grab the reins of my crazy, you know, brain that's running away like a horse a million miles an hour and I'm like, "Whoa. Okay, let's really look at the facts here. What is what are the facts? What is what is the track record of this? I've actually showed up. I've done this a thousand times. I could do it with my eyes closed and yet here I am over analyzing and and getting myself inside that analysis paralysis where I feel like I can't execute because I'm questioning every single thing I do because why? Because my brain just happens to think that I there's higher stakes in this moment or, you know, I'm going to a different market or I'm doing this or what like no. The track record states that I've done this before and I can damn well do it again. And so I have to now dig deep and find the courage within myself and instill that in me. Look at my track record. I can do this and talk myself up until I can actually get back up and do that thing that I am then scared of or I don't want to do. And I think that's really challenging if the self-talk, if the negative self-talk has just been churning in your head. Like the chatter is so loud and it's so reeling that you can't even figure out, okay, like what is what? It's almost like you're in this washer machine of negative thoughts in your brain that are just swirling around constantly. And that is the spiral, the downward spiral. So it's like, how can I break that in the moment? For me, that looks like you know, I'm human. I'm not going to never have a negative thought about myself. That would be wild. I, I, I don't know anybody on planet earth that has gotten to that point. Maybe some very sought after gurus or something like that. But I would, I would actually argue to say that like they have those negative thoughts too. It's just, it's not that they're not there. It's like, I know how to control them. Right. We talked about like the reins on the horse, like pulling, pulling back When I have really negative thoughts about myself, I forgive myself for having the thought. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Let's, let's figure this out. And I kind of dig a little deeper. Okay. Why do I feel that way? Do I feel that way? Because somebody said something to me before. And now that little record is playing in my head. Did someone tell me I wasn't capable of doing something? Did an old boss make me feel stupid in front of the entire company? Like there is always some little scenario, a little movie, a little picture, talk, a talking picture in our head of a, situation that may have happened previously that we're bringing to this current moment 
for better or for worse. In this case, it's for worse because it's preventing us from showing up as that best version of ourselves. And so the negative self-talk is really just about reprogramming your brain to be like, I'm choosing again. So a lot of times this can look like when you're first starting, if you walk by a mirror and you're like, gosh, I look so fat today. It's literally walking back over to that mirror, looking at yourself and being like, I am strong in my body. I look great today. It's literally correcting yourself in the moment and you're going to feel a little crazy. Like you're going to be like, I am literally talking to myself right now. Um, I kind of feel like this all the time when I'm driving in my car, I'm sitting at a red light. People probably think I'm absolutely nuts and that's okay because this is the process. This is my process and I hope that this helps you truly, but forgiving the thought right in it. Don't let it linger. Go right back to wherever you had that thought and switch it. Literally change the narrative. Literally change the words. It's like if you were writing a script or you were writing the lyrics of a song and you were to write whatever that bullshit was about yourself, go back, cross it out, like envision it with a red pen and then rewrite how you actually want to talk to yourself, how you actually want to sound, what you actually want to say that will break down whatever those disempowering words are or whatever narrative you're saying that is not building you up because all that is doing is tearing you down. And like I said before, there's going to be a million other people and scenarios that are going to doubt you and put a cap on your potential and tell you what you can or cannot do. And then you have to find this and build this within you, instill this confidence within you and this deep self love and trust so much about confidence is trust. I trust myself because I have the tools and I have the skills and I know that I can walk through this. I just have to give myself these layups and change these narratives and really show myself, okay, I can do this. And a lot of times that does look like, you know, walking over and being like, okay, let's change that thought. Okay. I didn't like how that went. How can I learn from this? And this is also kind of talking a little bit about failure. We can't talk about being confident and showing up and starting and putting ourselves out there and going after it and engaging on the field of life, if you will, getting off the bench because you are not meant to be a bench warmer in your life. You are meant to be the main character on the field. I always think I always think in soccer because I played soccer. I was not very good, but I, you know, I understand the game the best and the outline of the field. I can visualize like you are the main character, like you are midfield running all over the damn place of your life. And that's how it should be. You're running the game, running the race. And so we can't talk about all these other things if we don't talk a little bit about failure and the fear of failure and that uncertainty and those anxieties that crop up that are also kind of part of what it's like to be confident. And a lot of times I think these fears and these failures prevent us again from then just showing up. And then it's that slippery slope of a spiral where we just do nothing. I'm not going to show up to that dinner. I'm not going to apply to that job. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, it's the, I'm not gonna hamster loop you get on. And the only way to get off is to literally just stop show up. And I wish there was something cooler. And I wish that there was, like I said, like some glittery button where you could be like, bing, okay, I'm good now. But it really is like that heightened feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared. My palms are clammy. I'm literally going to shit my pants, but I'm going to show up anyway. And I'm going to try to do this. And if I fall fat on my face, then that's fine because I'm not going to ask myself the disempowering questions like, 
why is this happening to me? Or like, oh my gosh, that was so horrible. When I have an experience that is less than what I wanted it to be in the moment, I'm going to ask myself the empowering questions like, what can I do next time so that this turns out even better? How can I prepare? How can I show up and be better prepared? Because as I always say, preparation trumps anticipation, preparation over anticipation. So how can I be even more prepared next time so that my anxiety or my scaries or my nervousness doesn't completely like just wreck the situation. When I'm saying this right now, what comes to mind for me is a lot of people want to ask questions about auditioning for Soul Cycle or trying to audition for different fitness companies and things like that. And it's like, Sometimes you're not going to get it on the first time try because your anxiety and your nerves are going to be reeling so hard because it's literally your first experience dealing with that kind of adrenaline and that kind of rush that you cannot control it. It's like you are on that thoroughbred and something spooked it and you are just going on the ride of your life and all you can do is hold on and try to remember as much from the experience as you can so that then you can go back and do it again next time. Not be so nervous. Be super confident because you're like, okay, I did this before. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. Breaking it down, going back out there, building the skills, acquiring more knowledge. And then when you get back on the bike or the podium or the thing or the audition or whatever it is, going out for the team or the varsity, then you have the actual, that is literally what it's like to build the confidence. You have to almost, failure is a part of it. And in this day and age, it is so it's almost like taboo. Like God forbid you fail. It's never talked about. It's almost never shown on Instagram. It's like, but that is so much a part of the process of how you get to that next best version of you or how you get to that next audition or how you get to the next team or how you get to the next level. It's like you have to fail in order to have the self like awareness and do the deep dive and the whole check. Like, okay, how can I be better next time? What do I need to go learn? What do I need to enroll in? How do I get that three pointer to look better? How do I run these drills faster? What time do I need? Okay. I'm really, really nervous before this. So how do I implement some kind of mindfulness practice or some kind of focus practice? Or do I need different music before I step on the court or whatever it looks like? You cannot gain that knowledge other than walking through it. And that in itself is like the quote unquote school of life. You have to do it over and over and over again and build the track record until then you get to the point where it just feels normal. Like it just feels like you walk into it effortlessly and you glow differently. And that's when people will say things like, gosh, you're so confident up there. And you're like, well, I've done it 10,000 times. So I should be confident up here because I have so much knowledge under my belt. But someone that steps up for the first time doing whatever it is might not have that level of confidence. And that's okay because you can absolutely build it. I think nobody is born with these just being so confident or having it all together or having every skill you might need. And granted, there might be people that are divinely gifted in ways, but I have always been a true believer that hustle trumps talent when talent doesn't hustle. So somebody who might have all the skills just born God-given skills, amazing, but that doesn't mean that you can't go out there and figure out how to get to that same level as them. And so, yeah, it might not be fair. 
you might have to work extra hard to acquire certain skills where someone else might already be at because they just were born, quote unquote, born with it, born this way. But where there's a will, there's a way. And if you have the work ethic and it means enough to you that you will put in the time and the effort and the work and be on your craft, like that 10,000 hour rule, then you can absolutely do whatever you put your mind to. But I think, again, it is that mindset. It is constantly telling yourself that you are equipped and well-abled and you can do this. And then being like, okay, if I don't have the skill, where can I go get them? GTS, Google that shit. We are living in a time where you can pretty much become like an expert at anything on YouTube or Google, which is great and also terrifying. (laughs) But I mean, if you want to learn a certain workout move, if you want to learn how to kick a ball, if you want to learn how to shoot a basketball, if you want to learn to run track, like literally, if you want to learn to write code, like, I don't know, insert your goal, dream or wish here that you want to get better at. And I guarantee you can find a YouTube video that will help you do it. It's crazy. And so really it just comes down to doing, do it, do it, do it, do it. Like you can't, you just have to do it. And it's so silly. It's really so silly. And I wish that there was like a cooler, like I said, I wish there was a cooler, sexier, more epic explanation for it. But that's it. And you're not going to feel like it some days and you have to figure out, well, what's going to get me there? How am I literally going to put one foot in front of the other? Um, There's a lot of mornings where I don't feel like going to teach. I'm tired. My bones hurt. I'm sore. I'm like, I would rather do pretty much anything than get on a bike and ride right now. And then somehow I listen to that podcast or I listen to that sermon or I do that thing or I start to dig deep in my own practices that I've developed over time because I know I need to do this in order to get me there so that I can perform. But you know, Seven years ago when I first started, I didn't have that. I was There was probably a lot of crying. There was probably a lot of gr- like grimy, shitty feeling. It's like really embracing that suck of it all to get to where you are. And that is your own journey and that is your own process because everybody's process and journey looks different and you have to figure out what works for you to get you to where you want to go and keep you going. And lastly, so we can close... I hope, I hope I haven't gone on too many tangents for you. I hope you're still with me. Having enough confidence in yourself to stand up for yourself and know that the path that you're on is what you want. We let a lot of different people have opinions and tell us what we can or cannot do. And like I mentioned before, cap our potential. Don't let anybody cap your potential because you get one shot. Life is not a dress rehearsal. My mom always says that. My aunt used to text that to me on my birthday every year. I have a card on my desk from her. It says, life's not a dress rehearsal, Mads. You get one time, one grand, beautiful lap around this track in life. And here's the thing. Other people telling you what you can't do and putting a cap on your potential, they don't have to live with the regret of you putting your head on your pillow at the end of the night and living with the regret of not having gone after it. They don't have to feel those shitty emotions. You do. So how dare you let somebody tell you what you can and cannot do, what you are capable of, what you feel that tug on your heartstrings, something that was 
put in your heart divinely that you feel purposeful and passionate about that empowers you and gets you up in the morning, nobody else can tell you that. Nobody else can take that away from you except you. So you have to forge forward however you figure that out in like literally one foot in front of the other because not you owe it to yourself to live out the best life possible for as many years as you can on this earth. Don't let somebody who never had the guts to get on the field and play full out and get dirty and get muddy and miss the game winning shot or whatever it was tell you what you cannot do. Don't let somebody project their negative self beliefs and thoughts and capabilities onto you because you are you and that is your superpower. And that is what I have for you today. If you have extra questions, you can always DM me. I adore you. Thank you for listening week after week. It means the world. All your beautiful comments in the DMs, all your amazing messages, all of your reviews. I read them all. I love them all. Thank you so much week after week. If this worked for you, if this hit for you, please share it with a friend. Let me know what you want to hear. All that good stuff. And until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.